Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Sex, Love, and Psych. This will be episode nine. I really want to dive in on some general info surrounding sex toys, their materials, how to take care of them, what kinds they are, etc., etc. I'll probably do future episodes with more specifics on sex toys because sex toys is a really interesting topic for me. I've done a lot of research on it, and I am just super excited to share all this info with everyone. So, let me just jump right in. I wanted to start with some common materials that you will find that sex toys are made of. So, I just wanted to go through some pros and cons of each and kind of introduce you to all the different types of sex toy materials. First off, I wanted to start with the jelly toys. These are like the super squishy ones. They come in generally a lot of different colors like pinks, purples, etc., all that. Um, some pros to jelly toys is they are affordable, they're super soft and squishy and flexible, but some cons are they are very porous. They can tend to sweat out chemicals if they're left with other, like wrapped in plastic or anything. Uh, they're pretty hard to clean effectively. They can get micro tears in them, <clears throat> which can... Uh, foster bacteria and really give it a place to live without really being super obvious. Uh, they don't last as long as some other materials and for anyone with an allergy they may contain latex. They're just kind of, they're jelly, they're kind of a mix of plastic so it's hard to tell if you're going to get any latex in there. You probably will with a jelly. The next is TPR, TPE, PVC. There kind of goes under a bunch of names. Um, some of the like real skin, real feel <clears throat> materials will be under this heading as well. So some pros, they can be they're pretty squishy, flexible. Um, they're affordable, just like the jellies. They can feel a bit more realistic than some other materials, <clears throat> but some cons are. They are porous, again with the micro tears, harder to clean, they don't last as long, and they also may contain latex because they're just a mix of plastics. So even if it says latex-free, be super wary of those types of materials. Uh, another cheaper, more affordable material would be plastic. It's not going to be porous, it's going to be firm which can be a pro or a con. It's easier to clean and they're affordable. Um, they do tend to have the plastic seams in them, which can be uncomfortable. Or they, if they get a crack, you really gotta just toss it because again, bacteria can get in there and live in there and it's just not gonna be as effective. And it could be more harmful. Plastic can also be too hard for some people uh, so that can be a pro or a con, depending on your preferences. One of the top materials that I would recommend to pretty much anyone would be silicone. 
They're soft. They're easy to clean. They, they're fairly firm, but still have a little bit of give usually. They are smooth or they can be textured. Uh, they're not likely to tear. It's pretty easy to see if silicone has a tear in it. You will have to get rid of it, but they won't have as many micro tears as the uh, TPE and jellies. Uh, they are more body safe because they don't have all those chemicals in there. Um, there are some brands that do a medical grade silicone. Uh, one example would be Fun Factory. They are a company out of Germany. They make top of the line toys. Um, some cons to silicone is they do tend to be more expensive toys and they can be too firm for some people looking for something more realistic. So if we jump over to some less common but still still out there um, materials would be glass and metal. Some pros, non-porous, super easy to clean. Uh, with glass and metal, you can kind of play around with temperature play. I wouldn't recommend sticking either of them in a freezer because it can kind of get that condensation frozen. And if you are putting it in a damp or wet area it can kind of stick and it's not going to be a good time so put it in either really really cold or really really hot water if you want to kind of play around with temperature for glass and metal um they are body safe they're generally pretty easy to clean uh they can like glass can chip soak in metal but again those are generally a bit more obvious than the micro tears that you can see in the jelly or tpe um, they can be pricey. There's some affordable options out there. One con for some people is that there, there's no flexibility in glass or metal. So you really want to get a size that you know will work for you. And then as you work with that size, if you want to go bigger, smaller, whatever, you can go from there, but you're going to need a new toy for those different effects. So it can kind of add up, but... Glass and metal can also be really fun. So for cleaning and storage, uh, clean your toys using a toy cleaner. I would highly recommend the um, Intimate Earth line. Or if you don't want to get a toy cleaner, you can use like a very, very gentle Dawn soap with water. But I would recommend a toy cleaner over soap. That's what it was made for. It's going to be the most effective and safest for you. Make sure you dry it completely before storing any toys away. You don't want to lock in any moisture, especially with those jelly and TPEs. If they get any moisture in there, uh, they could mold. You want to be really careful. Um, store them in a toy bags or just toy store them separately in like socks or a good example, if you have a lot of toys, uh, getting those shoe organizers that go hang over your door will help keep them separate. Uh, because materials like those TPEs and plastics and the jellies can actually melt if they are stored together. They will, it'll cause this chemical reaction of them being in the same place and they can melt together and it'll ruin both your toys. Even if one toy is really high-grade silicone, if you store it with the jelly, the jelly can melt onto the silicone, and it's going to ruin both of your toys. So just make sure you keep them separate to avoid that issue. 
when it comes to lubes and oils and all that fun stuff for when you're actually using the toy. Uh, when you're using a lube with a toy, use a water-based. Some of the medical-grade silicones can handle a silicone lube, but I always, always, always recommend water-based. It may not be as thick or long-lasting as a silicone or oil, but the silicone and oil ones will actually eat away at your toy, and they won't last as long. It'll break them down, and it'll foster, foster more bacteria. So just keep in mind, water-based is the best. Do not use coconut oil. This is one of my biggest pet peeves. I've had Tinder guys think that they were pulling a fast one on me, being like, ooh, how much better is coconut oil than lube? It's not. It's going to break down your toys. It's going to break down condoms. It's not good for the pH of anyone who has a vagina. Just keep it out of there. It's bad for clogging up pores. You just... Don't put, don't use it in your vagina. Sometimes some people may use it religiously, and it may be working great for them. But I will never, ever, ever recommend it. And for toys, especially water-based only. Uh, if you want to kind of play around with increasing sensation of some toys, you can get sensation topical stuff. Uh, Intimate Earth, the brand I mentioned before, has like Clit and G Spot creams they have like an anal relaxer which i've heard is really good haven't used it myself um i mentioned in my kinks episode don't use any numbing creams for anal just stay away from that but the sensation ones can be a fun addition to kind of spice up your toys or sex life even if you don't have the budget for one of the higher grade materials and you just, or you really like the feel of a jelly or like the real feel type dildos, you can use a condom that will protect um, your insides from any of that bacteria. You don't really have to worry as much about a condom breaking on a toy. You're not trying to stop any sperm from coming out. You're just kind of trying to put an extra layer between you and that more porous material. So just getting into some of the parts of toys and general, like general toys, obviously specific toys are going to have different parts, but dildos and internal toys will usually have a shaft part that is inserted and a base or handle. If it's an internal external dual toy, they may also have a shorter, possibly curved piece that's going to be more focused to reach a clip. Uh, that part can be vibrating, suctioning, etc. One funny note I have about this is I would have dudes come into the store when I worked there and they would get a an internal-external toy. They'd pick it up. It would have the shaft and then the much smaller arm that's made for a clit. And they would ask if one part was f to be used anally. They would just completely ignore the existence of a clitoris and jump to, oh, she must just want something up her ass also. You can use it that way, but the little arm generally made for a clit. Dudes, keep in mind, the clit has so many nerve endings in it. That's where a lot of women, not all, a lot of women who have clits and uteruses and all that, 
they're going to also really enjoy that external stim stimulation as well as internal. When it comes to any toy that you are planning on using anally for women, men, in between anybody else, non-binaries, make sure any toy you're using for anal purposes has a handle that you have a really good clutch on or it has a base that will stop it from being suctioned and pulled into your ass. Because when it comes to a vagina, it's a limited depth. When it comes to anal toys, if you lose them in there, it's going to be a lot harder to get out. You've got all your intestines. It can cause some issues. So just make sure it has something to hold on to or a base so you can keep a firm grip on it. There is some variety in powering of toys. Toys can be non-vibrating, battery charged, rechargeable, or have a plug-in. That's kind of just up to you and your preference. Battery charged can be kind of nice because if your battery dies, you can just pop in new batteries if you have them. Recharged is nice because you, you don't have to constantly buy batteries, but if it's dead, some can't be used while they're charging, so keep that in mind. Plugging can be kind of nice because you've got that unlimited source, but you've kind of got to worry about cords at that point. So that's just up to personal preference. There is a huge variety of types of sex toys that can be internal, external, nipple rings, I mean, not rings, <laughs> nipple clamps, vibrating, non-vibrating, cock rings, flashlights, bondage BDSM stuff, anal toys, panty vibes, strap-ons. If anyone wants more information on specific types of toys or recommendations on specific types of toys, I can touch on that in future episodes, but just keep in mind that all of these do exist. I did also want to mention if you are using cock rings, there are some safety things that you should keep in mind, especially if you are a beginner. So with cock rings, don't keep them on for too long. 20 to 30 minutes, especially for a beginner, is probably the top you want to hit. They can cause, um, you shouldn't lose feeling. If left on too long, it can cause nerve damage if it's too tight and left on for too long. Because cock rings are meant to keep the blood in the area for a longer time to help someone last longer. I, in this instance, I would recommend the jelly-type materials because they are best for beginners. They're super flexible. Uh, they can fit on various sizes, and they're pretty easy to break. When it comes to brands, uh, I there are a few I would recommend from my research, my own uh, experience, from reading blogs and stuff, and from my job at the store. I would recommend if you are looking for really, really high-quality toys, I would go for Lilo, Fun Factory, WeVibe. They're all going to have fairly solid warranties. They're going to have that silicone. Um, Fun Factory has the medical grade silicone. They are going to be on the pricier side, but they're going to last you a lot longer and be really body safe. If you're looking for a bit of a balance between quality and budget, I would recommend the Cal Exotics. They have some really solid toys. They have some good silicone products. They have some sketchier, like TPE and Jelly, more affordable options, but I would recommend their silicone vibrators. Uh, we have a lot in the store, and they're available online at, like, every website you can find. 
I have also heard good things about Love Honey, but we didn't have any in the store, and I haven't tried them, so keep that in mind. With all of this being said, don't be afraid to go into your local sex shop and ask a lot of questions. The workers aren't going to judge you. They shouldn't judge you. They're there to help you, and they've probably heard crazier questions than you have to ask. It's their job, so they should be able to help you. Or at least direct you to some more general information. Or if you don't feel like going to a store and asking strangers and employees because you're embarrassed, you can ask me. It was my job. It'll be part of my career. I am super open. I won't judge you. I have friends with a billion different types of preferences going from very vanilla to way out of my range of kinky, but no judgment on any of them. Uh, Also, you can do your own research. There's tons of blogs and reviews out there with really first-person experience. There are people who it's their job. They've made a career out of testing sex toys and reviewing them. And you can find a a lot of those really helpful blogs out there. With all of this being said, there's no shame in exploring masturbation, erogenous zones, new kinks, alone, or with a partner. Just make sure you're having fun, be open, express your boundaries, respect their boundaries, and make sure to communicate. If your partner wants to bring toys into the bedroom, it is not an attack on you. Many women don't orgasm from penetration alone and need more clit stimulation than they may be getting in a regular sexual interaction. If they get extra enjoyment out of using a small vibrator or a suction toy on their clit, then I'm sure you will have a better time as they have a better time, so it's generally a win-win. Sex toys and dildos are a very different experience than traditional penis-vagina penetrative sex. Because um, I hear a lot, it's generally male because there's just different societal expectations on women and men, but a lot of men or male-presenting people will be more insecure if their partner wants to bring something into the bedroom. They may feel like they aren't doing enough. They might feel um, that it's an insult to them personally, but this isn't the case. If you are someone interested in bringing sex toys into the bedroom and your partner's insecure, um, or they're just insecure about you owning your own sex toys, uh, their feelings are valid. Make sure to listen to them. They may have always been told, if they are someone with a penis, that size is what matters. So if your dildo is bigger than their penis, they, it may make them feel inadequate, even when that's not the case, because they don't understand the completely different experience of a large dildo versus a person. That being said, they should not have control over what toys you are allowed to use in your own time, but... This is a conversation that can be had that you just kind of need to communicate both sides, not judge each other, but you just got to try to work to dispel some of the myths and ideas around sex toy use. A girl could love having a 10-inch super girthy dildo, 
But she could also love having sex with your more average realistic penis. They are completely different experiences and one does not degrade the other. So just keep that in mind if your partner's toys are kind of intimidating to you. And be open to maybe the possibility of bringing something into the bedroom, whether it be a little vibrator, a strap-on, anything. So with all of that general info, if you have more questions, you can send them to me. I want to do a question and answer episode for next week before I take a week off. Uh, So make sure you send all your questions to me, Facebook, Instagram, here, in person, text me, however you generally reach me. Just shoot me a message with any questions you have. I would love to answer them in next week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in again. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Thanks so much. Bye.